So, you ever feel too light for your black friends and too dark for the white ones? This podcast on the black perspective and duality is a guide in navigating lifestyle, stereotypes, and other challenging scenarios that occur for young people of color. If not educational, hopefully you'll get a good laugh. Welcome to the other black guy. That's so, dope intro, dope. who do we? <laughs> <laughs> like, I appreciate uh, it. My bad. I was like, my foot. I would have stuttered that. <laughs> <laughs> a little practice, a little practice, okay, tiny okay. bit. <laughs> uh, so, wh- um, who do we have with us today? Um, so I'm Troy, uh, but I also would go by Sir Ma'am Troy. So, okay, that's. I feel like you got a question, got a question going in your yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so, so go into that a little bit. Okay, so I, <laughs> it's kind of wicked, right? Mm-hmm. And how I got Sir Ma'am. So when transgender first like got real popular, and everybody was like, like know what like kind of know what transgender was. Mm-hmm. I remember watching this video of this this white guy. And he was like, "It's not Sir, it's Ma'am." And, like, he was so, well, she at the time, well, she mm-hmm. was so rude with it. But you can tell, like, the clerk was, like, so confused. It was like, you look manly. So, it's, you know, like, he was trying to oh, not be. Oh, you the GameStop video. Yeah, like, he was trying to not be rude. But he was, he you can see that he looked so confused. And it was like, ah, my smart ass was like, okay, sir, ma'am, dog, cat, whatever it is you want to be today, tomorrow, Batman. Uh, what is it you need? Because you're not going to keep talking to me like this. You I, you look like a, like the rudeness uh, in me. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, because, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I low-key would have popped up. And, like, and sometimes I struggle with that because I'm like, <laughs> I consider myself an ally and an advocate. And, right. But, like, I, I also, I also have a very, very objective sense of humor. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah so. so like certain moments like that where it's like it was I, I kind of got uh, fueled. You yeah, know, yeah. as a as a trans man, I was kind of fueled a little bit. Like you ain't have to. The man looked confused. Like you could have been polite. Like I know you can't see it. Yeah, because I as a trans, I was like. You look like a dude in girl clothes. Like, not to, you know. Bro, because, no, no, because, you know, like, like, I actually know, I know, I actually you know, know people who, who drag, and, yeah. like, they would have, oh, they would have drug him. Yeah, like, like yeah. I'm not, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. some, some, some males that are gay dress like women, but don't call them a woman, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's, it's, you, it's you gotta that, be careful with that, yeah. you know? And it's like, how is this man supposed to know that you are a her or whatever? Yeah. They don't know. So it could have you could have politely corrected. I'm like, I know you can't tell, but I go by yeah. she, her. But he got like she got like look look at me. I'm like look, I you know correcting myself to be more mindful. But I'm like you ain't had the big flip. He he had his mouth open. I feel so sorry for the little dude. He just looked so confused. And then after that, it just became a if anybody can pop off like sir, ma'am, dog, cat, whatever it is you want to be, I don't care. <laughs> what you're not gonna do is talk to me any kind of way. You know that's just so after that I was just like yo, call me sir, ma'am, sir, ma'am. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I don't fit in the box. You know. <laughs> that's cold. I like that. Yeah. I definitely like that. That's some game. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> so that's my thing, man. <laughs> so, um, where where can people find you? Where, uh, yeah, you know, I know you have a social media handle and a YouTube mm-hmm. or not. So, so on YouTube, it's Sir Ma'am Troy all together mm-hmm. as one, spelled as it's pronounced. And then on IG, it's actually Dope Ass Troy, as it's pronounced. And if you can't find me as Sir Ma'am Troy on YouTube, you can click the link in my IG if you can find my IG. Nothing is private. Everything is open to the public. 
and I have some other social media platforms, but I don't want to open them up to the public yet. You know. Yeah. So one of the uh, reasons I I talk to you like you, like I I do have. <laughs> nope, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna. And you do know, it. and you know me. I'm like, I'm cut. I'm like, what's up? What you want to say? Like, so no, because I almost, <laughs> almost did the. I have so many black friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have other trans friends, so you know, I kind of know, but I don't no, know. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Know. Yeah, you no, but so, so like, I have these conversations. You know, uh, we we've actually worked in the uh, trainer client capacity as well yeah uh so you know we've had you know certain conversations that would may for some people be polarizing but like to somebody who's like mm-hmm. you know a little bit more i i guess like open for you know those types of conversations yeah. you, you know it's a it was a fairly you know it was yeah. fairly surface you yeah. know it wasn't deep for yeah. real like you know, we did, these little you, cackle here haha yeah, yeah 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 so you know like and, and you are you're comfortable with that conversation, yeah. but as well, you said you wanted to document and educate, and that is kind of uh, actually not very much so what we uh, like to do here at the other black guy, and um, you know go go from there. So, um, go into a little because I know I know we had discussed previously like you had quite a transition like from you know you know, being a child going up into, you know, high school, realizing mm-hmm. oneself and, you know, then uh, you actually, you know, di- went to the military. Thank you for yeah. your service. Oh, most definitely. Um, Thank you for the support. Uh, not a problem. Not a problem. And um, and now you are actually, I think you just crossed into a year in uh, uh, doing therapy. Uh, oh, no, I've been in therapy longer than you. No, 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 no. I mean the... Uh, Tea. Oh, yeah. testosterone therapy. Yeah, I got you. Therapy, yeah. Actually, my year mark is December twenty sixth. Okay, so I'm getting so, close. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm no, getting, so we're pretty. I'm getting close. This is uh, November first. So yeah, I'm getting. Yeah. I'm getting excited. I get to talk. <laughs> I, my next appointment in mm-hmm. December. I actually get to talk to my doctor about top surgery. Pretty okay, that's what's, that. up. Yeah. that's what's up. All right. But, like the best thing ever. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Free the nips. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so uh, you know, to you know, you know, take us from from the top, I guess. All right. So I guess it's like a coming out story. I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. So. How did I know I was transgender? I guess that's where we're gonna go. So it was rocky coming out because, I remember being like five, right? Mm. And this is before like the female hormones kicked in and, you know, the breasts started to grow and mm. all that puberty hits and you start to look like a girl. To me, I never looked like a girl. Mm-hmm. And I grew breasts fairly early at, like, nine. But I remember at five, I used to always walk around without my shirt because I could have with no chest, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I was yeah. like, like, I was like, in my mind, I was a boy and then I had my brother. But mind you, I had more sisters. I only got two brothers, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I didn't relate with them. I was like, I'm a boy. There is no way I'm going to be doing nails. I don't like boys. They're not cute. I am a boy. I'm the homie. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it was weird. My mom even was like, I remember when I like they start growing. I remember my nipples used to be real sensitive. And my mom was like, baby, you're starting to develop into a woman. So you have to wear, you know, a bra. You can't walk around without your shirt anymore. You're not a boy. And a part of me was like, Mom, I'm not understanding what you're saying. I'm, I'm, I'm a boy. Like, what are, you, yeah. what are you saying to me, lady? Like, you're you're my dad right now because cause now you're disrespecting me talking about I ain't a boy. I'm a boy. Yeah. I, I am a man. 
know, <laughs> I was serious. Yeah. But it was crazy. So, you know, as I got older, I had to, my, my family is Christian. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up in the church. And, you know, and, they, and I remember the sermon was like, God doesn't make mistakes. You know, homosexual uh, homosexuality is a sin. And so since I was raised around that concept and that, that, that those values and those morals with my family, it was hard for me to accept whoever it was I was. So do you believe that was more so because you were a black Christian? Like, did you think that, if, uh, you know, that there was a hyper effect to, to that because you're a black Christian? Because for our <laughs> listeners... Christian and black Christian, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a difference. There's yeah. not, there's not, it's not the same thing. That is new to me. That is a new thing for being a Christian and a black Christian. That is a new thing. I've never heard that two just split like that. Cause in like, my mind. Have you ever been to a, a, a white church? I think once. I think I fell asleep. I didn't listen to the sermon cause when they started singing it blew it, me. It, it's different. Yeah. It's, it's different. Like, like when. It's not. It's not really ingrained in culture, like yeah. with with white people, as it, as much as it is like. Right. If you're an avid churchgoer, yeah. you can hear that on Tuesday yeah. in in a person versus <laughs> <laughs> like like if your family, if you have a real church family, like you can tell that this person is in church all the time. They like, start the scripture. Like uh, I'm from <laughs> uh, I'm from East Cleveland, and it's this family called the family, the Rileys. You can if you talk to any one of the Rileys, they might break out with with a note in the middle of the week just <laughs> because they all got real strong voices. It's like did you just give voices. me John three sixteen? <laughs> We're not gonna keep going here. <laughs> the, I just asked gonna, if you want the sugar. That's it. <laughs> they gonna sing it to you too. Like, yeah, that's man. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't think about it. Like. My, my like my grandma was from the deep down south North mm-hmm. Carolina. So like in my mind, every Christian was the same. Like the first white church I went to that was Christian. I'm not quite sure if it was Christian. I don't. I'm not. I think it was. It was with my auntie, and we were in Dayton. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I fell asleep once they started singing that oh, oh, ooh, that real high pitched like echoish type of singing. Yeah, it's, no it's soul. Kind of creepy. Yeah, I fell asleep. I was yeah. like, no, I'm not doing Michael Myers in church. This feels weird. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Um, I got pinched a few times and I said, Auntie, I don't, this, this is boring. I don't know what they're talking about. The, the preacher voice is annoying. It's kind of high pitch. I'm not feeling this, you know, but no, like maybe that did play a part. Um, which, which is crazy though, even though that was there, like I did come out to my parents at 13, you know, my mom, my grandma and them, my grandma took it fairly. Okay. My grandma was like, baby, I love you regardless. You are who you are. There is no judgment this way. My mom on the other hand was like. Yeah, you're gay. I got gay friends, but you're my child. And it was more like, it was kind of saddening because she was like, dress like a girl, don't dress like a boy. And in my mind, I was like, clothes is clothes. Because I remember seeing pictures of like mm-hmm. biblical people and they were in like something that seemed like a dress, a long, yeah. I don't know what to Ro- call them, robes. Ro- robes yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm sorry, like, man. what? It's, it's a, I don't understand why clothes Tobus. have a gender. Like, why can't a boy wear a skirt or. Why can't a girl wear pants like that? None of that makes sense mm-hmm. to me. The clothes is clothes to cover the body. You're supposed to just cover the skin. Yeah. So none of this stuff made sense to me as a kid. And then I finally came out on 13. I actually got pushed out the closet. So to save face, I said I was bisexual. Lied. Um, I actually had a fake boyfriend. And he was gay. I think he was. Maybe. I don't know. But he saved face. And I said I was bi. I never brought him around. But he, he was my homie. If I did need a save face anywhere, I used him. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But he ain't come around too often. 
And from there, it was like, I got tired of saying I was bisexual. And then I finally told my mom, I was like, I'm not bisexual. But like a year later, I was like, I only like women. But her issue was my clothes. It was always a battle with our clothes. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah. just like, and that's how I knew it was like, I'm different. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't want to wear like the super baggy soldier boy type of clothes like everybody mm-hmm. was wearing. I wanted like the suits or the tight pants, more like white people would wear, you know? Like that's what I would look at, like the way they would dress back then, like the polo shirts hey, and the sweaters. Hey, come on, man. Like, I'm like <laughs> I was I was definitely that that kid. And, and here's the thing. I did some fairly <laughs> like I, I got in some trouble. And yeah. I still I still, I still like, you know, khakis and polos, you know, like yeah. when Kanye came out, I was like, oh yeah, It'd that's the there. vibe. Yeah, we, in there. There. we got the sweaters now. I, I, I went straight to go get a cardigan. Right. <laughs> you know, like that was like you, I liked it, that look as they call it the yeah. preppy look. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I liked it, the casual, you know, suit jackets yeah, a little bit. And, but that, that was, that was always my thing. It was like more so for, and, and that's, that's why, I, you know, the other black guys are thing because like, yeah, it takes, you know, certain things start to, for mainstream society, it chips away at your blackness. Yes, quote, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, and and I know, and that's uh, something I want to ask you as well. Has mm. has it ever, you know, you know, being you know trans, has it ever, you know, out, taken a hit at your blackness in, in certain environments? It has, and this okay. This is the thing about being trans and being black. Like I said, um. I finally realized I was transgender when I actually joined the service. Mm-hmm. And I joined when I was, like, 18, but I, I ain't going, like, training until I was, like, 19 or whatever because I had to wait that time out. And, like, um, it, it was crazy because I, I was I was born in the hood, like, legit, like, mm-hmm. on St. Clair, by Open Pit, like, the hood where it's, like, down by 105. Like, it was real. So it was, it was, like, you can't be a certain way without them trying you. And it was, like, I'm not about to get punked out. Because I want to be me. You know what I'm saying? So then I took on this demeanor that really wasn't me. Like, granted, I am a fighter, but I wasn't a fighter just just because you said some shit to me. I was like, I want to just, like, spar or something or box. Like, that's the type of fight I want to do. But it was like, nah, I got to prove myself I'm hard. And then I I look like I'm a feet In in their eyes, I'm a female physically. In my Mm -hmm. mind, I'm a guy. You know what I'm saying? So it was like... The black community is like, then it's like, ah, you're a lesbian. You're a stud. And it's like, you want to be a man. It's like, nah, that's not the case. So then I denied that side of me because the truth was I I felt like I was a man, but I knew that I had a woman appearance. And like I said, from when I was in church, you know, God makes no mistakes. So I, I, I told myself to accept that God made no mistake in making me this way. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I still don't think he made a mistake in making me this way. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. feel like my presence is to teach people how to unconditionally love people regardless of how they change, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, like being, like, in the hood and then me liking certain things, Yeah, it was, like, rough. Because I'm I'm, I'm better with the boys, then I'm trying to be girly with the girls. And it's just, it was just, like, a, a whole, like, I was just uncomfortable. I wasn't me. I couldn't be me at times with black people because they had this certain stereotype of themselves that they hate that white people have, but I'm like, you have it too. You have it where the black man has to be hood and have a grill and, you know, rap and be hard. He can't be nerdy and like anime. Like, it's like, but he but he can though. But and I, still be an alpha male. So, so I'm like, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, I used to uh, go by Dom the Oxymoron because I'm like, yeah. Uh, I do like, I like, like, I'm a really avid hip hop fan. Hey. And, you know, so like, Trail movement was like one of my my favorite moments in hip hop because it was like yeah. 
just the the creativity, the sounds, and like the diversity. Like I don't, I'm not really big into like picking a, a sound from like from a region because mm-hmm. I'm like I feel like the the whole sum mm-hmm. makes hip hop what it is. Right. And so, <clears throat> you know, depending on where you see me, you you know, people who know me, you know, they know it's real. But because some people they've heard me. Use my college words. <laughs> you cal- <laughs> You sound white. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I sound like a regular English dictionary. <laughs> but you know, with that, I, it, you know, it it makes some people question, like, oh, he, you know, he doing it for a fashion thing, and like, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, no, but I'm like, no, this is like, this is hip hop culture is is right. what I. What I greatly, what has greatly influenced my life, as well as like, hell, I like to read. Right. Like, <laughs> there is nothing wrong with being a black man that like to read, be educated. I'm like, yeah, and I might listen to a little bit of shake that ass, fuck that bitch. I'm yeah. And yeah. I still respect women, black women. At the, I still respect you. Yeah, shake Absolutely. that ass. You got big titties, but I might pop a champagne on your titties, but I still respect you as a woman. Do you, baby? Do you. The way that Meg the Stallion bothers grown men. Bothers them so bad. To the soul. Like, bro, you mad because she's taking power over her body and who she is? Like, I'm I'm, I'm actually happy. I meant mad because. Like, bro, we asked for them to show off more titties without us bagging for it. And now you mad because they're willingly doing it? I'm uh, so confused. I you, you, know, you know what it is? It's, it's more so like, I've I've seen so many guys I know talk mad trash, and because yeah. like because of the guy I was when I was uh, when I was growing up, most of my friends were were females simply because you know I didn't there was a lot of behavior that I I didn't really get into, so um you know the aggressive females had a harder time mm-hmm. at finding dudes mm-hmm. than the females that were gonna like. Give a dude a rough go <laughs> because, right. like, like a forward chick. Oh man, they because most guys ain't gonna talk, ain't gonna talk half the mess they say they're gonna talk, right? When they talk to a woman, right? Because they don't know what they're gonna say, right? It's just it's bravado for uh, oddly enough, other men, which is right. you know, you know, hey, <laughs> but I'm like, do, like, the thing, I, first of all, I must admit and be honest, I love aggressive women. They are my favorite because they don't take no shit. They know they work and they're not going to take bullshit. And I feel like the men or even even if you are a woman that date other women, if you take it on more of a weak-minded woman, I want to say weak-minded, but one that's easily submissive, most of the time they're codependent. They're missing something from home. They're riding off a child trauma and you are too. So you need to feel power. You know, and that's an ego thing. And the thing is, my ego and pride is shattered for real, for real. It's there, but it's not really there. It's like, nah, tell me, tell me not to disrespect you. Because if you do, I'm probably going to walk all over you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't know your worth, I'm not dealing with you. Why would I want a woman to bow down and don't know her worth and then blame me and have resentment against me because you allow me to take you through bullshit? No, you're not about to do that to me or yourself. You know what I'm saying? So I'm out. I'm a chunk of deuce. If you one of the women that's quick to just bow down and tell me yes all the time, I'm not dating you. Because that's going to be a headache. That's going to be arguments. And most men, I don't even call them men. I call them like, I call them grown grown men. They got a grown man body, but a mind of a 16-year-old. You're pouting. You're like a kid that want to get their way and they can't get their way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what the ego is. A child that hasn't grown up yet. 
And until you grow up, then you will never respect that woman that holds her own, that loves herself unconditionally and will not allow your bullshit to, you know, interrupt her peace. You know what I'm saying? Why wouldn't you want a woman like that? Because that woman going to have your backbone. That mm-hmm. woman going to help you build. Now, the woman over here that keeps telling you yes is going to drag you through the dirt, make you feel less than a man. Those those the ones that when you do lose that six figures, they're going to tell you you ain't shit. But the ones that actually know themselves, love themselves, they're like, it's okay. you just taking a fall right now. We gonna get there again. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I I don't understand that. I love I love my strong women, and it was sad to watch those type of women not be able to get in relationships or saying they're not worthy of being uh, a wife or some or they have to lower their standards. Hell no! Put the motherfuckers even higher. Let them know you gonna come up here. I'm not about to stoop down to you. And if you're a real man, you gonna be like shit. What's up, baby? I'm coming up there. Make me a better man because I'm gonna make you a better woman. Because that's what relationships are for to help each other grow and be better people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Why would you want that woman that's weak? Because that means if she weak for you, she's going to be weak for the next man. Then here we go with all this cheating, insecurities, resentment. Who wants that energy? I know I don't. <laughs> I know I really don't. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, what, what do you say to people who, like, who question, like, your values as a man, you know, versus, like, you know, someone born biologically male? This is crazy. That's a crazy thing. Because, okay, so I was talking to my brother like a few um, days ago. Mm-hmm. And I know from the conversation, he still views me as his sister. You know, even though when I correct his, his I correct his friends, like, nah, I'm his, I'm his brother. Or, you know, it's he, it's him, it's Troy. And a lot of his other, some of his friends actually do adapt to it. Some still don't understand it. So I'm constantly educating them when we around each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They equate my breast to being a woman. I'm like, nah, it's dudes out here that's real chunky with titties. So. Nah, that's not, that yeah. don't make you, that's just something like, uh, like growing a lot of, uh, what's the medical term? Something about mammogram or something, I don't know. I don't yeah, know, that's uh, what gets you the breast. Even men can grow breasts. And that's battery the going Yeah, and yeah. that's, even men can grow breasts, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So that doesn't deter me as a man. And the thing is, my brother told me was like, when you do fully transition, which threw me off, I, what is fully transition? There's no such thing as fully transition. This is my life now. This is my lifestyle forever. This is who I am. I am a man, you know, I am a transgendered man, but I'm still a man. So there's no end to this. There's no, oh, when this surgery happened or this last shot, no, this is going to be my life forever. This is my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's And my transition is not what you perceive. My transition is what I perceive because it's me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So respect me as such. And my brother was like, well, you know, in his mind, it's like me getting a facial hair, me having no chest, me actually looking like what he looks like. And he said, I have to think straight and narrow. I was like, I'm not thinking straight and narrow because the moment you think straight and narrow, all you see is forward and you never see what's on the side of you. Mm-hmm. You don't see the growth that you could be more. You know what I'm saying? I was like, why would I want to be that type of man? And that's what toxic masculinity is. Because I think there's also toxic femininity, mm-hmm. but that's, you know, toxic masculinity is when you see it straight and narrow, just like toxic femininity, where you think the man should solely be the provider and the protector. But in my mind, my values, I believe that as well as even though your main skill as a man is to protect and provide, you can also be a nurturer, which is how you have single fathers. Mm-hmm. And as well as even though your main skill as a woman is to nurture, you still can protect and provide. Mm-hmm. Maybe which you have your single mother, and you can be still that loving parent, you know what I'm saying? And that's the thing, as me, as a transgender man, it's like I'm, I'm, on, I'm on both spectrums, you know, and I can see it from po- both ways, and I can still feel you know, the emotions as a, as a woman, but I also can feel that fight fight or flight as a man, you know what I'm saying, to yeah. to earn my respect, to see me as a man. I can feel that every single time somebody disrespect me or 
you know, say something that makes me feel less than than who I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then I also have that woman sign. It's like, oh, it's okay. I understand. That's your mindset. Let's talk through it. Let's get through this. Come on. Let me pat you on your back. It's okay. You know, and, I, and sometimes the thing about women, sometimes we, most women will put other people first and forget about themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that, that. I can feel that nurturing side where it's like, I'm trying to make you feel better about my transition. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what gets really rough about, you know, transgender people sometimes. Not all, but I know definitely for me. You yeah. Know, but, because you still got both hormones. Yeah, right? I, I still have both hormones still playing parts because mm-hmm. there's times where I'm overly emotional. And yeah. there's some times where I'm just extremely aggressive, you know, mm-hmm. and because it's playing both, you know. Yeah. So it's a fun ride, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so I guess, like, certain people feel like um, <laughs> this is, like, it, it, it's funny because I'm, like, People like, oh, they, somebody, they just choosing that. Yeah, no, it's not a choice. The thing is, like, I get some people feel like some people are choosing it because the thing the thing is we're walking projections mm-hmm. of emotions, feelings, and values and morals. And what we do is we take our morals, our values, our emotional, our state of mind, our trauma, and we project it onto others. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we make it seem like, oh, yeah, this is what you're thinking, what you're feeling. It's like, no, 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 pause. That's what you're thinking. That's what you're feeling. Those are your morals and your values, not mine. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so like that. That's another thing that gets gets rough about people. You know, assuming that people are choosing this because it's actually it actually has been proven scientifically that there are there are people that's born with like a male a male pat like they they study the brain where it's like they have patterns of like a male the way the male may think. You know what I'm saying? Now, no, so I I do I, I get I get where you're going with them because like yeah. uh, I had a psychology professor who mm-hmm. uh, who made us do a paper because we had a, a class debate uh, and this was like this is why I like psychology so much when I was uh, when I was going to college Isn't because it, fun? It, it is it is I was like one of the few black kids in the class though. okay yeah <laughs> now, now yes unicorn <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah it was it, you know like you know we got talking about. Jesus and you know and you know religion and stuff like that and she was like there are people who are walking around with a penis who are genetically mm-hmm. female mm-hmm. there are people walking around with <laughs> with breasts in the vagina and are genetically male you can be born with the genitalia that it belongs to the complete opposite sex mm-hmm. that you that belongs to you genetically right that is a thing. <laughs> the natives, when you were born like that, or you call that two spirit, mm-hmm. yeah. and they respected that. They, they, they. That's the crazy thing is like black people don't even understand like the history of us and how transgender actually played a part in our tribes and why they loved us so much. We weren't looked down upon, you know what I'm saying? But slavery mm-hmm. did do very like colonize and is damaging to our spirits because we actually do work as a unit. We work as tribes. We work as communities and as one. We don't work. S- as black people, we don't work great separately, and that's why every time we separate it, if you notice, we fail even more and more. But when we were together, we always succeeded higher. You know what I'm saying? But and, and that was the thing that always, uh, because they they like to say that com, you know they talk about commit in the Bible as a, like a deviance. You know, people yeah. who engage in you know sexual practices that people uh, the Christian church didn't deem you know worthy or whatever um but i i have a firm belief that 
Yeah, because there's a lot of big thing in the black community. It's like, uh, it wasn't no gay in Africa. Pause. <laughs> <Lies>. <laughs> but, Who told you this lie? Man. So I'm like, but I'm like, I, I fully believe that uh, a uh, a progressive culture of such, you know, as, you know, one of that commit was and that was in existence in Egypt and, and most of Africa at that time just didn't care to acknowledge gay as a separate thing because it was all the same that thing. It was normal. It's a, yeah. It was very normal. I remember re- I was reading this book. The book is called, um, uh, break. I think it's called Break the Cycle mm-hmm. or something like that. I, I'm not quite sure. I had to, I had to, I had to, um, actually Google that again. I read the book. I don't know where my phone at. I don't know. Um, I think it's called the broken break the cycle or break the circle or uh, I don't know I don't I'm not quite sure I remember reading it. Let's see. Broken Circle book. Yeah. The Broken Circle. Let me see. Let me see. A true story of murder and magic in India. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. I think it's... Let's see. Oh, man. Let the circle be broken. Uh, I want to say that's it. Let the circle be broken. Or let... Yeah, let's see if that's it. I know the author is black. I believe... Let the circle be unbroken? Yeah, let the circle be unbroken. Okay, let's see. Let me find the blurb on this. Yep. Let the circle be unbroken. And in this book, it talks about... It actually talks about Africa, the tribes. It talks about actually how we used to actually practice poly relationships within marriage in Africa. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this is a woman who actually went to Africa, studied Africa, and is, you know what I'm saying, have ancestors. That's oh, wait a minute. I didn't know about... It's it's the nineteen eighty one sequel to Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry. I actually read that book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh TJ's punishment is approaching. Stacy runs away to find work and the Logan children, Suzella Rankin, tries to pass herself off as a white person <laughs> but feels which leads to embarrassing consequences. Um and it won a Career Scott King author award. Uh, I gotta read this. Yeah, that that that's a really it's a quick read. But it's really deep for it to be a quick read. Mm. And it talks about how black people, how we work better together instead of separate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How those that are homosexual wasn't looked down upon. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, there's a there's a very, like, the thing is, like, with black people that are Christians, and I don't knock them for whatever they believe, but I always tell them there's a difference between being religious and being spiritual. And black people are very much spiritual. Mm-hmm. Uh, religion is is rules actually it's practice. It's practice, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's based off with the idea of the man. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the books are written by men, you know, of human form. Like they they're not in touch with their their spiritual side. Because yeah. King James, how many times he write rewrote the book and took footnotes out? Here, here here's what I, here's what I'm what I tell people a lot because I have quite an opinion on this. Right. Because there's there's the wild belief that when you trust the Bible Mm-hmm. That you're trusting God, mm-hmm. and that's just that's not true. Right, right. When you when you trust the Bible, you're trusting a messenger mm-hmm. who heard somebody who said that they talked to God, mm-hmm. 
and your he took the messenger took this message uh, took this message of God to King that he wrote down, and most people couldn't read or write back then. Right. So, you know, what he whatever he wrote down, and he took it to the king, and the king saw you know put the put this story in the Bible, what what he deemed was worthy of note, right, and and this this happened for every book. For every mm -hmm. story, for every book, mm -hmm. there's a different messenger. And sometimes it's not just one messenger for one story. Right. So, <laughs> so. And, the, and the thing is, though, like, like I am an art major or whatever mm -hmm. and learning art history. It's crazy how deep religion took part in art and actually pushed the mm -hmm. message of religion on people. You know what I'm saying? How the church actually used to run the countries and stuff like that and actually slaughter yep. people, kill people, you know what I'm saying? How they took the whole Crusades, Christian story from yeah. from the actual the pyramids, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So I think it's just crazy how people think like, oh, gay people is wrong and this is wrong and that is wrong. But it's like, what really counts as sin if it's all natural? Because the thing is, I keep hearing something about uh, it's unnatural. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, but but what is really who who made the rules to say it's unnatural? And they be like, but God, but did you speak to God directly? Did like you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like make that make sense. You know what I'm saying? I don't wanna push any ideas on you, but like make that make sense. It just doesn't sit right with me to tell me that there's this God who loves me and the moment I make a mistake mistake, if I don't repent, I'm going straight to hell. You know and, what I'm saying? That and, just never sit right with me. And here's this thing about and I don't wanna I don't, I don't like getting too deep off into my own personal views, but right, like the the God that they say that does not make mistakes, mm -hmm. and the God that's in their Bible mm -hmm. do not exist in the same place. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh God! <laughs> because I'm going, I'm I'm killing the the humans of Earth this way in the Bible, but I'm not gonna do that no more. I, I ain't gonna never do that again. All right. That sound like you know. You know, learned regret, but you know, most would call that a mistake. But that's so you feel like you made a mistake. So, so <laughs> you know, then there's Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, oh, mm -hmm. I, I I did it with fire. Oh, I ain't gonna do that again. I ain't gonna do that no more. Sound like you made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> you flooded the earth. You don't want to do that again. You you love Lucifer too much, and he became who he is now. And that's how. You Sound have like to you made a few out. mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God, not to be a hole. Not, but. not to, you know. And, and and here's the thing: like people, oh, you question it. I'm like, I'm not questioning. I'm like, I'm not questioning God. I'm questioning you right. because you're pushing a book that that just don't sound complete. Right. And, and then why wouldn't you question that to get better understanding? If you want your soul to be saved, why would you take it as it as yeah. is? And what if you are committing sins that you don't even know you're committing because you never questioned it? You're gonna continue to make this sin, continue to make mistakes, and then you feel like you're at ease because mm -hmm. yeah, I follow the book. I'm going to heaven. Who, who said that was guaranteed? And and a lot of people get confused that a lot. Like the child that is typically loved more is the not the child that obeys blindly, but the child that. Uh, that sees it fit to see you know write his own path right and mm -hmm. and then it's, it's deep the black community it gets deep and that and like really being like the black community when it comes to the lgbtq plus and then some more alphabets that we have <laughs> it gets it gets rough it really does and it takes a mental toll on um of people in the lgb community that's why it's like a high rate of suicide but you know, and that, and that's and that, yeah, I definitely understand. And it's not when you when you isolate it to 
you know the the Q community. It's right. it's like it's um it it gets it 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 diminishes like the fact that the black community has right. a high suicide. Yeah, rate. it is. Yeah, that's yeah. Cr- and I think that's what's crazy because the fact is like a lot of white Asian. Matter of fact, a- let me talk Asians. Um, what are they called? Uh, lady boys. Mm-hmm. Very normal in Thailand. Very much accepted. Very much loved. Yeah, and you know what? Because uh, and it's and they pretty though. I ain't gonna lie. I seen one. I was just like, I almost took your number down. <laughs> so I realized you might got a ding ding that but... I don't like. <laughs> you lost me, pretty girl. <laughs> and and that, like it's uh like one of my favorite parts of uh. Or was it the hangover? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like you get caught, get lost with some lady boy, and I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, you know, but I, but I was, I, you know, I was, I've always been, you know, pretty much aware of this because I'm like very big on like uh, certain martial arts uh, uh, s- sections of of the world where like Tony Jaa's from, and you know, mm-hmm. he's from Thailand, and yeah. you know, there's a a nice presence of like they they, they actually put it in one of the movies called The Protector. Mm-hmm. And uh, like it was a crime boss who was having trouble making her way, like being top dog, simply mm-hmm. because she was, you know, trans and right. you know stuff like that. So it, it's a, uh, uh, it's like it's not so much as it's 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 accepted more so into the culture, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in a lot of places. But even still, I mean, it's. Like, it's still rough just being yeah. a woman. <laughs> yeah. Like, being a woman, in general, it is rough. Like, if, when you speak about the trans woman, it's very rough because, I, I, like, <laughs> I try to not be... I, 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 I be trying to be mindful, too, when it comes to them because mm-hmm. there's some women out there that are trans, and I be like, sir, ma'am, is what you look like because you look like a woman with the hair, the nails, but them some big-ass hands and feet. And they like abnormal. They not the regular big feet of women. They like stompers. <laughs> and like you look a little cockier than usual. <laughs> you know, you're not the regular woman bodybuilder. You're like you're overbuilt and shoulders and you look manly. And I'm like not to disrespect I'm trying to not, you know, because yeah. what we've been taught, you know, that a man is to look like this, a woman's to look like this, a woman hmm. to be soft and I'd be like, nah, I've seen biologically born women that got some real yeah. strong faces. Yep. I'd be like, Sir, oh. get out my face. For, for sure. <laughs> no, no. You know you know what? I'm that was that's the only that is the only thing that I said that might that can be deemed as like out the way when it comes to the trans community. I'm like this time in history is gonna make it real tough for women with strong faces. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, she out beat you, dog. Like she kind of pretty with that real face. I mean, what you gonna do? <laughs> but and, and see, and that's that's another thing because like there's also like with this era is there we are gaining some some rules that I don't necessarily agree with. Yeah. and you know, and it may, it may not be for me to agree with. I I, right. I don't know, but you know, I I've heard you know tell of like someone shouldn't have to tell you if they're trans if you know if if you're talking to them and right. like for for me like me i'm out the game i'm <laughs> i'm yeah. engaged but yeah. but like at the same time like i can understand like you want somebody to be on the up and up like i don't i don't think you should hey i'm i'm uh such and such and this is my orientation and, and, and i, I don't have, have yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Not, like you know what that's crazy though because 
a part of me feels like, no, I, I should not have to tell you I'm trans mm-hmm. as far as, like, on my day-to-day basis. Yeah. Now, if you find me attractive and you want to get to know what this pretty face is about, mm-hmm. then, yeah, I'm going to tell you, like, hey, pretty woman, I am not with the equipment that you want. <laughs> I look very, this exterior looks amazing, doesn't it? Uh, but the equipment you're looking for, that long, strong heart, Anaconda, is not there. We can go buy it and purchase it <laughs> any size you want. But that part, yeah, I will have to be honest because to a lot of people that are heterosexual, um, not to put, not try to try to group as too many together, but yeah. the ones I've run into, the genitalia does matter for me. Uh, it matters. It matters for me. Like I, I would date a trans man. I would date another trans man. Mm-hmm. You just can't get the bottom surgery. I like cootie cat. I like the cat. I like the pocketbook. I like, you know what I'm saying? I like it nice, wet, and flat. You're not giving me something strong or long. I don't want that. I don't even want it fake. So, you know, that's not for me. So, I, like I said, I'll date a cis woman, you know, mm-hmm. somebody that's biologically born as a woman, and I'll date a trans man. You know what I'm saying? But as far as, like, trans women, I think they're amazing. I do think they're beautiful. If they did have the bottom surgery, it's still hard for me because it doesn't get wet. You got to get that thing wet. Like, still rough there. Like, it's not a real thing. It ain't the real thing for me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, like, and, it's a difference there, man. And I was telling, I was the informant, uh, I, was, I was talking to my fiance. We we actually have these conversations. <laughs> but I was talking to my fiance and I was telling her, I'm like, no, a lot of, I'm like, most trans people don't get the bottom surgery simply because it's, at this point, yeah. kind of pointless and then it's risky yeah, yeah. you like it's really risky at times you know like the bottom surgery for for a trans man is like you had a 50 50 chance of having it work mm. or you just have like some meat just hanging there like would you, would you take a dead dick or one that's alive i don't me personally i'll take a wet cat <laughs> um at least it leaks and i can get pleasure i don't want something that's just like floppy there and then nah i'm cool and then scientifically if if you know anything about uh the genitalia it's a, it's kind of a a weak ass trade off getting yeah. a dick after having a vagina in one yeah, lifetime. Like, like, nah, like I'm cool. Like I can't do nothing with this. Yeah, it's nah. like we well, we got like uh, two, three different types of orgasms as men, but women have like awesome. like twenty three. So yeah, so like, why would I trade that? Yeah. Why, did you just give me a lower number? Did you try to offer me a lower number? <laughs> you are so disrespectful. You would not disrespect my orgasm like that. I'm gonna get mine. <laughs> I don't care. Even if my little thing thing is two inches, you gonna I'm gonna keep my thing too. I don't care because it does grow. It does grow. It grows like mine's grew like a good. I don't know how many inches, like one inch, maybe. <laughs> it grew. It, it, yeah, you can see it. it looked like a little baby penis with a little head. It's crazy. It looked crazy. It looks. It looked dope. You know what I'm saying? I, I was like, oh, it's it gets sensitive. And stuff like that. It's, it's, it's something else. The first time the water hit in the shower, I was like, oh, what is that? Oh, <laughs> oh. <my God. laughs> Why don't we that have is... a detachable shower head? What are we doing here? We're doing this wrong, people. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> For real, it was different. It was a different, even like getting aroused is different. It feels different. Everything is different. Like With the testosterone. With the testosterone, everything is different. Like I never even had a, a small sexual attraction to males at all. But, like, it's not biologically born males. It's all trans guys mm. that I have the attraction to and still women. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because some, some it actually changes your sexual desire going on hormones. You know, mm. there's some that be like, you know, I went on hormones and, you know, all I dated was women as a, you know, when I was a stud or femme or whatever they were. And then eventually dating cis women, cis men, trans men, trans women. You know, it changes everything yeah. because mm-hmm. there is and it's not just a, a belief uh 
it's a it's a global belief that uh, sexuality is a spectrum, meaning mm-hmm. like uh, not just a circle but a sphere, a three D yeah. like it's, it's very fluid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever watch Sex Ed? Uh, Sex Education on um, is it Netflix? No, no, no. Uh, well, you gotta watch it. The mother is a sex educational. Uh, oh, it you is, know, I've watched the first season. Yo, you yeah, gotta yeah, watch it. Yeah. Like the way she talks about sexuality is very, very much true. Granted, the son is uncomfortable with it, but mm. me, I'd be like, I wish that was my mother, because oh my god, I wouldn't have ran into like so point so many like useless sex acts with no orgasm or maybe I would have been okay with not having one it was pleasurable you know Be- so so because I was into the crappy <laughs> thing on top of like I was I, w- I stayed in I stayed in trouble because like I made different you know some adverse choices as a, as a teenager so yeah. like I di- disappeared from time to time like <laughs> so so, so like I'm into I'm, I'm into like different like my personal fashion like you know if I'm from we'll go kick it with family I might pull out the slacks because, right. <laughs> like, right. yeah, I'm comfortable, you know. Let me chill. It, you know, but, you know, uh, my mom, uh, my family thought I was gay for for a grip. So, like, <laughs> and, like. You, you think he's gay? <laughs> yeah, like. I don't know, what should we do? How do we How do we raise a gay kid? I don't know, like, you uh, raise a regular ass kid. <laughs> and they're like, tell us what's going on. What's wrong? And I'm like. Why are you wearing that? It's clothes. I don't know. What, I'm what like, am I supposed to do? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Like, they're asking me real <laughs> intently. Like, is there something going on? And I'm like, nah, I'm I'm cool. I'm, I'm all right. Sometimes I don't like y'all, but I'm okay. Like, I mean, what? Like, <laughs> that's about as I'm like, sometimes I don't like y'all. But, but I mean, yeah. I thought about running away yesterday, but um, everything's fine. Like, everything, like, what are you trying to ask me? <laughs> I, I'm like, I want to go hang out with, with other people. Like, like what you mean? I, I did like normal here. teenage shit. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> I'm so confused. What are you trying to ask me? Be straightforward. But, I think that's the thing that's crazy about like black families and stuff. They're never straightforward. They always trying to beat around the bush or they try to. Yeah. You know. So so for a while, you know, like I got I got very comfortable with like hanging out with the other, whatever the other was, because I was the <laughs> other in my family. And, like, like, so I'm, yeah, like, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm, like so, it's like when you when you when you're close to uh, you know people, you hear a lot more of the things that they deal with and I actually got to know you know it, I I, <laughs> I know <laughs> white gay people black you know yeah. gay people I I know uh, a Thai uh, bisexual is she bisexual I, I feel like she's, still, she's been leaning more towards the, the female side but she's bisexual bisexual okay yeah but you know just like I, I, and I know, of course, a, a, a gang of, of straight people, and, and I actually have some b- uh, bisexual as well as lesbian people pretty close to my family. Uh, yeah. My I actually have a, a sister, Ari, who's lesbian. Shout out to Ari. Okay. Um, and um, you know, it. I I just don't. I don't really see. I don't really see the the point in making that a big deal outside of. Uh, why do I care? What my sister does sexually. Yeah, that's like, not my business. That's not that's not really like I and know. and then when it comes down to her her identity, I, wh- how do you feel? Yeah, this one makes you happy. Hey, right. It, this is where I am. Right, and you know, outside of that, I'm, I I don't I don't know why we we can call Eminem 
uh, honorary black person. And he white as fuck with blonde hair. And, and I think blue eyes. Blue eyes, like, fuck it. Maybe they Man. might be a little shade of hazel. I don't fucking know. But. <laughs> and, but we can't accept our own people as they are anymore. Yeah. I think it's t- I think it's crazy, too. I think that's wild. Um, I think something that's always been wild with me when it came to, like, the black people, the black community, and it came to, like, the LGBT community. is like, you will take the thug son over the gay son. You'll take the rapist son over the gay son. You'll take the the daughter who's out here doing XYZ over the lesbian daughter. You'll you'll take the daughter that is, you know, whatever. And, and you just neglect. And let child. me let me keep it hundred percent honest right now. When it comes to my son, I'm a I'm a straight man. Right. So of course I would love for my son to want to be like his dad and be a straight man. Right. But let me let you know right now. Right. Uh he he like boys, then that's still my son. Fuck right. it, he like boys. Right. Fuck it, it is what it is. Yeah, like, yeah. I think it's I think it's so unfair to the, like, the black male in general. Like, the biologically born black male. If we would off, like, not trans men, but biologically born males. The reason I think it's unfair is because the black woman gets to express herself in so many ways. Yeah, but you can't be a bi black man. But you can't be a bi, which I've met, which is crazy. Because he is the most feminine black man that you will ever meet. You would think he was purely a bottom. No, he tops, and his wife is bad. I wish I could get her. And he's like, I love her. And when they go out, they both bad bitches. Period. Do you think you he know? will come uh, come off the show? I don't know. He's all the way in like uh, oh, a whole okay. other state. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But like he, you know, he loves women mm. and he loves men. And I don't see why is that not a possibility for men. Like it's like it's unfair that you want men to be sensitive, emotional, but you don't give them that space to be that. You, but also you want him them to be like this super aggressive dude and not have emotions too. You don't want to let him cry, but because if he cries, he's less than a man. I, none of it makes sense to me. I was like, so do you want him to cry? Do you want him to have emotions, or I you met, want him to have a combination of both? I don't know if that exists in the same space. It may do. I, <laughs> I met I met a a, a woman uh, when I was first starting college, and I was I was really hyped because she was like, yeah, no, you know. I want to have a threesome with you. I was like, okay, threesome. Pop bad. I'm like, you know, she thought it was cool. She, you know, she was just like, oh, this is something I want to have an experience. And then she was like, but first, I also want to have another experience. I'm like, oh, all right. He experienced me. All right. We, we experiment <laughs> out here. What's up? <laughs> she said, uh, I want uh, to have a threesome with you and another guy. I'm like, not usually my bag, but you know I can okay. get it. Yeah, I can get into okay. that. Two ding dings, one cat. Yeah, All right, yeah. here. hey, hey, you know North and South rules. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <Let's get in> <laughs> <here>. <laughs> so she was like, then as you know, as the as the days get closer, she was like, no, 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 no. I want you. Yeah, I want us all to have sex with each other. I'm like, hey, nope. <laughs> that that is where I tap out of this situation. But you know what? The, like my point is, and, and she wasn't the only one. Like she, yeah. it, she had friends who who also like enjoy that. enjoyed bisexual men. And right. I was like, oh, because back back in the day, I was like, I was still a skinny dude who right. I, I was in love, still in love with my body. I just couldn't get, I couldn't gain no damn weight. Right. <laughs> so body you know, big man. <laughs> so so like. I, I I looked a little softer, right. and, and I'm just so like she assumed. she assumed, and I'm like, I'm cute, but nah, like nah, that's nah, not nah, that like, ain't that ain't what's going on here. 
men are beautiful as much as women are, but sexually I'm not attractive. But thank you for the compliment, ma'am. Uh, I'm out of here. <laughs> this is not my boat, and I'm not floating this motherfucker. Man, absolutely. <laughs> and, absolutely and, and I can acknowledge that, like, you know, hey, hey look, straight dudes, straight, straight black men, uh, understand this. Not every gay dude wants you. Man. <laughs> These are the pick. Think about the, the baddest women, woman, female that you know and and take her standards and, and now and go ahead and double up, double those up real quick. Man. That is the standard of your standard gay dude. Tell me about it. They got standards about shit that you ain't even thought about yet. And if you if one says something like it gives you a compliment, take that shit as a compliment. Because they don't give like, them out. <laughs> yeah, I, that they mean, don't read you before they give you a compliment. <laughs> that means you on P today. That, right. If you on P, I mean you on point. Right. <laughs> they, hey, the gay boy, what? Hey, the gay man will read you from the heavens back to hell to earth again. They do not care if your shoes is dirty. They gonna let you know if your hair is undone. They gonna take you out of the game. You are nine times of ten not their type. They have a particular type of man that they desire, and I half the men out here is not it. They're not like no, you're not on the market. They don't want you. <laughs> Everything about you scream hell no. You will not touch me. <laughs> they are bougie. There's only a few that will take the the runt of the litter. Like it's only a few. Many won't. But that's that's the thing though. Like the gay community is is very broad on the sexual spectrum, and a, a lot of heterosexual. You know, men and women don't understand that. Even when it comes to straight women, they think a lot of lesbians want them. I was definitely, yeah, when I was a lesbian, definitely, I was very picky. My woman, if you couldn't dress, I didn't want you. I was shallow as shit. I'm not even going to lie. Like, if you can't even dress, I'm not even looking your way. If so, you can't have an intelligent conversation, I'm definitely not looking your way. So, and that was, that was that's a thing that I, I uh, want to speak to as well. I, because... You know, this I don't believe that this these values truly belong to our people, right? A, as is, so there's a there's a thing where, um, there's a thing where black people seek you know validation within society mm -hmm. by being most of the time by being the best white person they can be <laughs> as as much possible. The, no, you get what true. I'm saying? No, yeah. that's very true. So, so like, you know, a lot of conservative views, as much as we can, you know, endorse, the, the ones that we can endorse, as much as we can endorse, we're going to be like hyper uh, accentuated on those values. Right. So, like, I, I call it hyper-Europeanism. Right. Simply because, like, you ever you ever meet you know black people who are a little it's, it's happens a lot in the south too you know mm -hmm. who are a little over enthusiastic about guns don't get me yeah. wrong i enjoy guns but I do, you but know not like that yeah like, yeah you know no. or you know super super you know conservative this and you know super yeah i've, it, I've it, met them yeah. too many times and i've been looking at you like sir Sit Super down. patriot, Sit down. you know, like, all that. Ain't fucking with you. Sit your ass down. <laughs> <laughs> take several fucking seats. <laughs> like, oh. matter of fact, take the seat that Rosa didn't want to get the fuck up out of. You, you need to be in the back of the bus with your dumb ass. Like you, piss, you pissing me off. <laughs> uh, but and, and, you know, so for so for that, it's like we took this one and and again. 
we do some we did we took it a step further and did something that they don't don't even do because white people will you know in other races as well will pull money and work together mm-hmm. with anybody of any orientation of mm-hmm. any religion and Germans and Jews mm-hmm. do work together when it mm-hmm. comes to making the neighborhood great again. Mm-hmm. And, and I said it exactly how I said it, why I said it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when it comes to anything, if there's a if there's a gay man in the room, they just don't address it. They, they know that they're not the, right. the most loved person in the room, but they don't care. Right. It's, about, I, it's nothing personal. This is all business. <laughs> <laughs> that's their that's their favorite. This is nothing personal. We don't care that you suck dick on your spare time. We need you to get this money though. <laughs> um, <laughs> we need you to get this money going. And that's not for real. That's that is a thing. I've seen that. I've seen that many times. Um, even in the service, like even though there was a don't ask, don't tell. If you could get someone promoted, they don't care what you do. Mm-hmm. Don't tell us. We don't give a shit. We need we need to get where we need to get. Mm-hmm. Fuck your sexuality. Fuck what you want to be identified as. We got shit to do. Yeah. You know, you can suck your dick and eat your cat later. Like we don't give a fuck. And that and that's the thing about the black community though. They make they make sexuality the the bigger picture when it's not. We got so many more issues than me wanting to be a guy with a pussy eating and sucking on someone else of the same gender or not, or whatever the case may be, where, like, I was talking to my brother, and I was telling him, the problem is in the community is not, like, it's a lot of violence. The problem is the mentality, the mental. It's not been addressed. And so that can be addressed, then, yes, the neighborhood, because mm-hmm. anywhere else you go, they don't say the hood, the ghetto, the neighborhood will continue to be condemned. The neighborhood will continue to look like the slums. Because unless you're getting out there cutting the grass and picking up the dirt, it's going to continue to look as is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. And I told my brother, it would be less violence if we could address the mental, the childhood trauma, the secrets that the black community wants to keep. Because they want to seem perfect to a community that don't give a shit about us. As, as I'm saying, the white community. They don't, a lot of them don't give a shit, especially the older you know, 50 plus, they don't give a shit about us. Mm-hmm. So why should we continue to give a shit about them and what they think about us? Be your authentic self, and then we can stop having the hood and start having just a regular-ass neighborhood with houses, good grass, good community centers, things that helps educate the people. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. so worried about me fucking on sucking on something else and who I identify as. You're still stuck in your same predicament, the same financial bracket you've been in and not buying up the neighborhood as... As these white people keep coming in, buying up our houses, and then you like, they jacking up the rent. Well, if you buy the fucking house, then we ain't got to worry about them jacking up the rent. We ain't got to worry about them coming in and making us feel even more poor than what we are. But y'all not getting out of that that financial uh, instability that y'all have. Y'all not getting out of that trauma that y'all been going through. Or the black parent, like, wants the kid get a job, pay rent. For, first of all, the motherfucker just turned 18. They, they don't even know about credit. They don't even teach that in school. They so fucking lost. They like... Well, what I supposed to do when I get my taxes? They don't even know about W-2s. They're confused. So, no. Get your kid when they turn eight, before they turn 18, because my friend Granny did this, had bonds put away, bought him a house so he could have his own. I've even read stories where the mother gifted, instead of gifting her daughter a, um, a car or something after college, she gifted her a business. Do you know how good that's going to look on her credit? How that financial stability gonna come in? That generational wealth? Bash got to save us and you got to start. What? Savings. You worried about me fucking and sucking on something and <laughs> your shit is raggedy as hell? Your fucking roof still got a hole in it from last year. Tell your grandma 
to tell your uncle to take down the Christmas lights from six years ago. Mm-hmm. Worry about that. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even in the right tax bracket to be worrying about who I'm fucking, who I'm sucking on, to disrespect me as a trans man, to disrespect somebody as a trans woman. Get your mental straight, and you'll stop worrying about shit that don't matter. I don't care about who fucking sucking who. I don't care if you don't accept my me being a trans man. I don't care about that. Respect me as a human. I don't want different rules, different regulations. I don't want that. Just treat me as a human. Come from somewhere that's genuine with unconditional love. See me as a human being and address me as I ask you. Respect my boundaries because guess what? I'm going to respect yours. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to disrespect yours. I'm not going to disrespect you as a man. I've told many people that's been born as a biological man. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. Troy was an amazing guest and this was a very great and compelling episode and conversation. And as with most great things, it's going to take a little bit more time. So I do hope you like this conversation enough to tune in next week for the next part of this conversation. And as always, this is the other black guy. You are seen and we want to be seen with you. Thank you.